Bokartov, we are in Miami, Miami, Damn. Florida. But Torah doesn't stop. You know, we've got to keep doing it. Um, we were talking about yesterday, I don't know, we're here with Leon uh, and Albert. And we were talking about yesterday the meeting between Yaakov and Yosef and Yosef's sons. And then we said that. We said that what Yaakov says whenever he first sees Yosef and he sees Menashe and Ephraim with him, um, we, we, discussed, we, discussed the, we discussed what Yaakov opens up with. And then I'm going to summarize for you again what he said to Yosef and about his sons because it's very important for us when we continue today. Okay, so he says, Yaakov says to him and he says, uh, um, God in the name of El Shaddai appeared to me in Luz in the land of Canaan and he blessed me and he said to me behold I will make you fruitful and I will multiply you and I will, and I will make you into a congregation of nations and I will give this land to you and to your descendants after you as an eternal inheritance and now the two sons that have been born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Mitzrayim they are, me, they are mine Ephraim and Menashe will be like Reuven and Shimon to me and any kids that you have afterwards, they will belong to you. They will be named by on, in their brother's inheritance. And now when I came from Padan, when I came back from Lavan, Rachel died on me, meaning Rachel died on the way in the land of Canaan when we still had some way to go before Ephrat. And I buried her in the way to Ephrat, which is in Bethlehem. Okay, so that was what Yaakov opened up and said to Yosef when he brought his son. So the, the only thing we didn't really understand there, I mean, you could check the shiur for the rest of the analysis of those psukim, but we didn't understand why he was mentioning Rachel's death. It's Yosef brings the two sons, and then Yaakov starts going on a story. Okay, we understood why he told him about the fact that God blessed him to go to the land of Israel and to make him fruitful. That makes sense because he wants to make sure that Yosef knows that eventually they're going to have to go back to Israel. Okay. You know, he has to make it clear. But why is he telling him that Rachel died on the way? Do you have any answers? I said vidui No, it doesn't seem like it's vidui. But why would why would Yosef even assume that he vel that he let go of the mother that he? didn't care for them. For sure, for sure. But what does that have to do with Rachel? So here's a perush I heard. I think it's a very good one. Now, Dirk asking not so much about why she he told her that she died, but that why she died on the way. No, that's no, that that that's not not that's not the question. We we dealt with that when she died. She already died before. We saw her death. That was in the birth of Binyamin. But the question is, why is Yaakov now mentioning the death of Rachel to Yosef here? And, and it doesn't. As, it doesn't. As opposed to what? It, 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 he doesn't say why he's saying it. We don't know. We don't know the the context and the reason for him even bringing this up. Uh. I'll read for you the English. Your the rest of your sons will be in the inheritance of Ephraim and Menashe. And by the way, when I came from Padan, Rachel died for me on the way. That's it. That's all he says. So an answer I heard, a very good perush I heard, is that what is Yaakov concerned with? What did we say Yaakov has been concerned with the whole time? 
how Egyptianized Yosef has become. And will Yosef support the fact that Am Yisrael has to ultimately come back to Israel? So what is Yaakov saying to Yosef? He's saying, and if you have any concerns that you belong in the land of Israel, know that your mother, my beloved Rachel, is already buried there. Meaning Yosef, it's not just the family, it's not, if you consider us yourself to not be part of my family, so you don't want to go back to the land of Canaan, but at least know that your mother, Rachel, is also buried there. So you give him a point of connection. Yeah, exactly. He's giving him a point of connection to the land. So that's a, the pirush I heard, which I think makes a lot of sense. Okay, pasuk chet. Now we're going to go back into the Hebrew. Do you have any chumash that you want to follow? Or is a chumash right there? Okay. We are 48, 8. Yeah. And this, by the way, this all makes sense in light. This all makes sense in light of like the the understanding we have that one of the reasons Yaakov is asking Yosef to bury him in the land of Canaan, in Israel, is also for this very same reason. It's because he wants to make sure Yosef realizes the importance of Eretz Israel to his father. Now, if the father is not enough, know that your mother is also there. Okay, good. Perak uh, forty-eight, Memchet. Pasuk Chet. You ready? Vayar Yisrael et bnei Yosef vayomer mi'ele. So Israel sees the sons of Yosef and he says, Who are these? Vayomer Yosef el Aviv. And Yosef says to his father, Banai hem asher natan li Elohim bazeh. These are my sons that God has given me here. Vayomar kachem na elai ba'barechem. And then he said, and Yaakov said, Bring them to me so that I can bless them. Pasuk Yud. And the eyes of Israel were heavy from old age and he could not see. So he brought them near him and he kissed them and he hugged them. By the way, this also explains why he had to ask, who are they? Who are these kids? And he said, oh, these are my sons. So... The, why is Yaakov asking who are they? Because he can't see, which we see in the next Pasuk. Pasuk 11. So Yisrael says, Yosef, I had not thought to see your face. And now not only has Hashem, has God, shown me your face, He's also shown me your, your son's face. So he's like saying how happy he is. So Yosef releases them from his knees. And they bow. Who bows? He. He bows. He fell out. So Yosef is bowing to his father. And he bows down to his father on the ground. What is that? Full body. Typically is... In, in rabbinic, in halakha, hishtachvaya means full body. Now, what it means in the context here, not 100% clear, but I'm sure some of the perushim say it was full body. Okay? Yeah? Hishtachvaya in halakha is full body. Yeah, I know, but the problem is these are, these are distinctions in halakha. In the Tanakh, it's not clear. If, if this, if it, if it's completely consistent, but it's okay, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. Okay, so Yosef took both of them, 
he took Ephraim in his right hand, Misemol Israel, and Menashe he took Bismolomimin Israel by Ageshelav. Okay, so Yosef takes them. He takes Ephraim, he takes him in his right hand. And then he takes Menashe. Last night. And he takes Menashe in his left hand to put him to the right, right, if I'm bringing them towards you. So if I want Ephraim to be on your left hand, I put him in my right hand and I approach you. And then Menashe, I put him in my left hand, it goes to your right hand. Good. And then Yaakov slash Israel sends his right hand Bayashat al Rosh Ephraim and he puts it on the head of Ephraim and he was the younger one. And his left hand he put on the head of Menashe. He switched his hands, but it comes from the word Sechel, like he did it with intelligence. So he switched his hands because Menashe, though Menashe was the older one. He was blind and he could see. Yeah, meaning, meaning when he did this, so Yosef probably thinks, oh, my father is confused, he's old. But Yaakov, he did it sikel, he did it with, with intelligence. Okay? And we're going to see what, the, what this means. And he blesses Yosef and he says, And then he blesses Yosef and he says, The God that my fathers walked before him, Abraham and Yitzchak, the God has been my shepherd from when I was born until this day. The angel that redeems me from all evil, which in Yaakov's life happened very often. Should bless these two boys. And my name should be called upon them. And so shall the name of Abraham and Yitzchak. And they should multiply greatly in the, in the midst of the land. Okay, Pasuk 17. Vayar Yosef. What is this? Uh, you guys are saying different things. You're saying a song from nursery, and you're saying. Um, what, what? You're saying the songs of the Primila? No, no, definitely. We, ha- we definitely have this in some of the songs. I'm trying to think where it is. This is it, no? It's the same sentence. Um, it's from that song. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the same. One of them probably is. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, so now Yosef sees. Vayar Yosef So Yosef sees that his father put his right hand on Ephraim's head. And it was bad in his eyes. And he supports his father's hand to remove it from the head of Ephraim and to put it on Menashe's head because Menashe was the Bechor, as we said. Yosef says to his father, No, this is, not, this is not how you should do it, my father. Because this is the Bechor. Put your right hand on his hand, on his head. And his father refused. And he said, I know, my son, I know. He will also be a nation and he will become great. However, his younger brother will be greater than him or will grow more than him. And his descendants will be, uh, become a multitude of nations. And that day he blessed them, saying, By you shall Israel bless God, make you as Ephraim and Menashe. And he put Ephraim before Menashe. 
Bayomer, Israel, El Yosef, Hinanochimet, and then Israel says Yosef, Yaakov says Yosef, Behold, I'm going to die. God should be with you and he should return you to the land of your forefathers. Very important pasuk. I've given you a second portion over your brothers. That I took from the Amorites with my bow and my sword. Okay. Uh, what? What is he doing again? Aval Yosef, then his kids, his grandkids, he's blessing them. Grandkids, then you gotta bless what? that guy. Okay, okay, so here's the question. He's doing it again. Here's the question. Here's the question. What is Yosef, what is Yaakov doing here? Is this, is this favorite? So there are two levels of favoritism which we're concerned with, right? There's the favoritism to Yosef's kids, and then there's favoritism of Ephraim over Menashe. Both of which are very troubling to us because hasn't the favoritism been the problem this whole time? To begin with, right. Okay, so let's answer those questions to start. Why would he bless Yosef's kids over the other grandkids? Because Yosef's kids are born in Egypt. Yosef's kids' father, the mother, is the daughter of Potifera Kohen On, a priest, a, non, a, a pagan priest. So out of all of the grandkids... Who, which grandkids are the ones that are, have the least chance of ending up within Eretz Israel? It is these sons. So he blesses them saying, these sons are going to be mine. They're going to be like Reuven and Shimon. Because Yosef himself isn't really, he's busy in Paro's house. So he needs to find a replacement for Yosef to be like his sons for him. So whenever he's blessing Ephraim and Menasheh, it's not favoritism for them over the other grandkids. It's the necessity. Actually, they are. They are the ones that are in the most. More. They they're are the ones behind. who need it exactly. They're the ones who need it most because they're not. Otherwise, they won't be part of the covenant. Okay, so that's the the understanding of why he's blessing Ephraim and Menasheh. Okay, now why is he selecting Ephraim over Menasheh? Isn't that a problem? Test. So. I heard a very, very interesting perushik. Very interesting. It's one I've never heard before. Uh, let me know what you think, Albert. Um, what was the biggest... What was... I don't know. It's okay. Well, I'm not a... Thing. What was the... What happened in Makat Bechorot? What happens in the 10th plague? All of the firstborns were killed, right? Why? Why, why did God decide to... to do away with the firstborn of Egypt. Just random. Why not the secondborn? Why not the why not the third in the family? So what is that? Hold on. No. So okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. But the, yeah, recording. Uh, so so um, the main, the main reason, one of the themes you see in the plagues is that God is constantly doing away with the gods of Egypt. Okay? And one of the things that the Egyptians worshipped was the firstborn. The firstborn in the Egyptian family was like the godly one. He was like the divine one. He's the one who's blessed of God. Okay? So what happens? So Yaakov is trying to tell Yosef, he's trying to teach Yosef and his sons to be less Egyptian and more Jewish. More, more Israelite, right? So, Yosef brings his sons to him and he wants him to bless him. And what is the main message Yaakov wants to send to Yosef and his family? That while in Egypt, the firstborn is considered the most important thing, in Israel, we don't have any significance on the firstborn. The firstborn isn't any more significant than the second or the third. So I'm going to bless the second son to be greater than the first one. 
And what is and how do when do we see this? We see this also by Yehuda, right? Who is supposed to be the the firstborn of the family? Reuven, right? But Yehuda is the one who becomes leader. Is the, the leader? Why? Because although Reuven is the firstborn, who has the qualities of leadership? Is Yehuda. Merit. It's by merit. So in, in Egypt, they had almost like divine significance to the firstborn. So they would give the firstborn uh, this, this, almost had this godly privilege, privilege right? Uh, but Yaakov wants to do away with that concept, saying, Yosef, your sons, now that they're coming into my household, we also, we don't have this concept of Egyptian firstborn privilege. It's all by merit. So Ephraim gets a bigger beracha than Menashe. By the way, another thing that you notice is that all of this, this beracha that Yaakov gave to Ephraim ended up coming true. Because whenever you have, if you look into the future of, of Eretz Israel, of the division of the land, the two most dominant tribes were Yehuda and Ephraim. Even if you look in like the Haftarah and Yechazkel, if you look in the Haftarah and Yechazkel, it describes the two houses of Israel as Yehuda and the house of Ephraim. It doesn't even, all the ten tribes are represented by Ephraim in the one group, okay? So that's that. Uh, any more questions on this piece? Uh-huh. Any more questions on... Um... Yeah. Okay. Amen. 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 Amen